Hello everyone. I hope you're all doing well in the lockdown. A little bit of housekeeping first. Since we are in a lockdown, it's quite difficult to interview people in person, so I thought I'd try something a little bit different for a few episodes. Now, I'll still carry on doing the long-form interviews that I've been doing previously as soon as all of this ends and I can get back to talking to people in person, but until that point I thought I'd do a series of shorter episodes talking about books, specifically architecture books. Now, I've read quite a few architecture books in my time, and it struck me that often the reading lists that are provided to architecture students uh, or recommended to practicing architects aren't necessarily the best books to be reading, um, in my opinion, of course. So I thought I'd go through a series of books uh, one at a time and just talk a little bit about why it is that those books are useful as an architect or as an architecture student and why I think they should be on your reading list. So I hope you enjoy these. Please do give me some feedback afterwards. I'm always welcome to hear what you think. And I hope you enjoy these series of episodes. So the first book I wanted to talk about is a book called The Theory of Architecture by Nikos Salangaros. Now, I didn't choose this book just because of its title. It does happen to coincide with the name of the podcast. Um, but this is, in my opinion, probably the most important book on architecture at the moment. Um, and I think at the moment in that context lasts a very long time, probably, and will continue to do so. This book is extremely accessible. It's, uh, it talks more than any other book that I've read about why it is specifically that certain kinds of forms, of structures, of aesthetics, of ornaments, of patterns, of all these sorts of things, for architectural elements, why certain ones are better than others for psychological and mathematical and often biological reasons. Now, I wish I'd read this book when I was an undergrad, frankly. Uh, the reason I'm putting this book as the first on the list is that I think this should be the first book that any architecture student reads. Uh, if you're a practicing architect or an architectural assistant, you should read this book right now. It is so valuable. It is so rich with information. Um, and information that's applicable on a day-to-day -day level as a practicing architect, as an architecture student. Whatever you're doing, this book has incredibly valuable advice in it uh, on a very, very fundamental level. Um, and that's really the main reason why I like it. It does dig down to that fundamental level of knowledge that a lot of architecture books don't. A lot of architecture books are full of sort of a fluffy, woolly kind of language. Um, a lot of kind of high-minded, hoity-toity kind of artsy language. Um, this doesn't do that. It does have some complex language in it, but most of that complex language is related to systems theory, to, to physics, to mathematics, to um, general systems and complexity. So I thought what I'd do Something I tend to do when I get a new book in order to get a good impression of it is read the chapter list. Now, blurbs are great on the back, um, but a lot of blurbs often aren't written very well or they're just a summary of quotes or recommendations. Um, and I think you generally, or I find generally, that you get a better impression of a book by reading the chapter list, um, reading the contents, than you do from a blurb on average. Um, so I thought what I'd do is I'd read through the chapter list for you 
and hopefully that will give you a better impression of what the book is about. Hopefully I'm not breaking any copyright on this. Nikos, please don't sue me. I really love your book. Um, so, without further ado, here is the chapter list from the book. So there's 12 chapters. And this, this contents is slightly different in that there's a very short paragraph under each chapter title which summarize it, summarizes it, which is actually really useful. Um, I wish more people did that. Um, but I'll go through the 12 chapters now, and hopefully that will give you a good impression of what the book is about. So, contents. Chapter 1. The Laws of Architecture from a Physicist's Perspective. Chapter 2. A Scientific Basis for Creating Architectural Forms. Chapter 3. Hierarchical Cooperation in Architecture, the Mathematical Necessity for Ornament. Chapter 4. The Sensory Value of Ornament. Chapter 5. Life and Complexity in Architecture from a Thermodynamic Analogy. Chapter 6. Architecture, Patterns and Mathematics. Chapter 7. Pavements as Embodiments of Meaning for a Fractal Mind. Chapter 8. Modularity and the Number of Design Choices. Chapter 9. Geometrical Fundamentalism. Chapter 10. Darwinian Processes and Memes in Architecture, a Mimetic Theory of Modernism. Chapter 11. Two Languages for Architecture. And Chapter 12. Architectural Memes in a Universe of Information. Now, hopefully that gives you a reasonably good idea of what this book is actually about. Um, I'm someone who writes in my books, and in pen, I should say, but not in old books. Um... I've written more in this book than any other architecture book that I've got. Uh, it's just full of my notes and underlines and comments and even a few sketches. Um, I'd encourage you to write in your books if you can. Um, obviously not in very old or valuable books, but in just general sort of high volume prints. At the end of the day, it's a lump of paper and it's not going to go out of print or you're not going to struggle to find them. So I think there's more value in writing in it. But anyway, why you should read this book. I've been over the value of it, and I've been over the the fundamental level of knowledge that it gives you. Um, in terms of difficulty, it's uh, it's not particularly difficult read. Like it's accessible for basically any architecture student or any architect. Um, you don't have to be a sort of practiced architect to be able to understand this book. There's some complex language in it and some fairly complex concepts, but nothing that you can't get your mind around with a little bit of thought. So. I think this book, more than any other architecture book, sets the absolute fundamental foundations for architectural design and good architectural design, um, which are absolutely essential if you want to be a good designer. So I would highly recommend this one, A Theory of Architecture by Nicholas Salengard, as the very first book that you read as an architecture student as an architectural assistant, as a practicing architect, anyone in the architectural world, uh, this is absolutely my number one highly recommended book, A Theory of Architecture by Nicholas Salingaros.